From Suffolk County, New York, this program is sponsored in part by WUSB, Long Island's largest non-commercial free-form radio station. Check them out at 90.1 FM or online at WUSB.FM. Previously on Writers Come Ice Cream. My name is Howard Gunston, and I want to be a writer when I grow up. I got a bad feeling about this. Part of the podcast is trying to let people see the writer the writer mind at work and mm-hmm. the process by which different writers, different people attack the same problem. Mm-hmm. So I have a visual prompt okay. that I would like to share with you. And I have some loose leaf paper and, and some really, everybody loves the pens. Oh yeah, yeah. I have gotten so many complaints about these pens. Listener will not know what the visual <laughs> prompt is until later in the season. So they're going to, what are these people talking about? <laughs> Star Wars, the rebirth. I am sorry to say I don't think it's one for me. But I want to be the capital kind. How do we get there? If I kick my ass into gear and write, how do I turn this love of writing into a career? This is Writers, Ice Cream, a monthly craft talk where a pair of writers risk brain freeze to answer one question. What's it take to be a writer? Well, listener, here we are. Episode 12 a season finale two years in the making. A podcast that began with a simple enough question. What's it take to be a writer? Huh, that's a good question. We saved the best for last. Well, I mean, as, as you know, every time you, you run into somebody who says, I'm, I want to write or I, I want to be a writer, the biggest thing is to actually write. I mean, am I correct with that? Um, it's, it's actually the discipline to sit down and write. And I think in writing a novel and it being such a big thing is the idea that... Um, I'm committed to to getting to the end of it. There's going to be an ending. God help me, there will be an ending. Um, but I, th- I think that's what it is. It's, it's, it's commitment. It's the not making any more excuses and just like doing it. Even if it sucks and it's awful, just getting it done and getting it out there. I think you have to hit a niche. And I've read that and I didn't want to believe it at first. I thought, you know, good writing and a good story will get you fans. Um, E.L. James wrote about sex uh, come on i mean if you, <laughs> you are so jaded oh I, you are so you have jaded no idea <laughs> do you have any advice on what it takes to be a writer um well i said this to um certain people because it has been said to me and i've kind of interpreted it my own way you have got to have a beyond thick skin when it comes to certain things and especially when you're putting yourself out there and you're putting your art out there because it's really your art. I mean, writing, acting, anything, directing, painting, whatever. Um, it is your art, and you're going to get criticized, good and bad. You have to have a thick skin. You have to be able to not only take the good praise and the criticism, the good criticism, because criticism can be good or bad depending on how you interpret it, um, or unless they just write, you suck, um, then it's like, hmm, I wonder what they were thinking when they wrote that. But you have to have that thick skin. 
and do what you got to do and make people happy, damn it. Make people happy, damn it. <laughs> make people happy, damn it. Having not only self-published, but seeing your self-published book then go on and become traditionally published. And for you to not only be the top-ranking book selling on Amazon, but also becoming a New York Times bestseller. Author Judy Mandel, in your opinion, what's it take to be a writer? I think wanting to wanting to make the story right and want, wanting to write a good book and caring more about what you're telling people than whether it's going to sell. Um, I don't know if I have a good answer to that. The only thing I can say is that it takes um, the desire to do <laughs> to meet a writer. <laughs> I think... <laughs> You know, I I think if you want to be a writer, then then you go do it. Like there's there's no nothing else I could. You know, um, I a guess writer writes. To, a writer writes, and and a writer thinks, and a writer reflects. So um, take some time out to understand. You know, and and understand that it's an ongoing process. You know, of always reflecting back and understanding what it is that you're trying to do. Um, what is your pursuit about? Um, um, and what would satisfy you as a writer? What are your dreams? What are your goals? So everybody, because, you know, like anybody who writes is a writer in many ways. Um, it's just what kind of writer do you want to be? I guess if the question you've been trying to come to terms with is the question of, you know, how do I be, how do I be a writer? You know, there there's just one word. It's write, right? And um, I I think that's I think talent is less important. I really do. I, I think the maybe the, the writing is really important. You know, writing all the time is really important. And the other thing that's really important is um, being willing to throw things out. I think the 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 biggest mistake I see people make in their careers is becoming obsessed with one thing or one kind of character or, or um, one project and not being able to put it in the pile and walk away from it, even if you have to lie to yourself and say, oh, I'm going to come back to that once I figure out what it is. Um, I think that's really, I think walking away from things that aren't working is really important. A writer writes, a writer thinks, a writer wants to get the story right. A writer needs to take criticism, to take chances. And what better chance to take than on a writing prompt? Okay, so you know the drill. We showed our guests a common photo. What's the photo of? It looked like a, it looked like a, a, a ramp, like, a, like a, something you would try to drive down. And... and it's not just any ramp. It's a giant wooden construction ramp set up on the top deck of a parking garage, wide enough for a small car to jump off of. Let's just say it's not the safest looking setup. The photo is up on our Instagram account, and now that we've made the big reveal, let's listen to the prompts one more time. Let's hear the stories that come to life from a photo of a place and an object devoid of people. Stories from the minds of Marianne Calderon, Olivia Calderon, Nicholas Calderon, Carrie Horner, Matthew Seary, Robert Hallowell, Judy Mandel, Kathy Lynn Che, Lee Mandel, Paul Lawrence, Carl Safina, and Susan Scarf Merrill. Sure, my first line was, there's my chance. And my last line was, want to go for coffee? 
<laughs> so we see that's fantastic. All right, um, Olivia. Um, okay, so my first line is, "What can I say?" And my last line is, "Well, you wouldn't believe me if I told you." That's fantastic. That's fantastic, Nick. Wow. All right. First line. First line. A stranger yelled, "Walking past me." Last line. This was something out of a horror movie. Oh, <laughs> of course. Okay, this is my line number one. It was the moment I died, and it wasn't even the worst moment of my day. Oh. So, love the first <laughs> line. What's the second line? Um, not as good, but we'll we'll go with it. Um, I barely even looked up when the brick took its final. I can't read my writing. Again, the pen was bad. Um, took the final something down the wooden plywood slide, finding its final destination, which was me. The dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. dun yeah. So if you would please, Matthew Siri, mm-hmm. read for us from your visual prompt, line one. Hey, asshole. You didn't see the cones? That is great. That is great. All right, and we that brings us to the last line, which is... While the worker flung a new insult from the top level, Marty nervously hustled across the street to the west bus stop. He checked his phone, pulled at his collar, and waited. What was the first line? The first line was, The senior class of Rothquad thought they finally were able to finish their life-size Hot Wheels track. Love it. All right, and the last line. The woman turned to her husband and said, I'll never get modern art. (laughs) So hit us up with your first line. I looked over the top of the roof and saw the makeshift slide that the construction crew had left. Ooh, okay. All right. And the last line. I looked down, and of course she was right there in front of the crowd. Kathy Lynchay, now that you have taken the visual writing prompt, would you share with us your first line? Sure. Um, so, did you know that for so long my body had been a construction site? Oh, I like the connection here. Um, and your last line. Um, the double lines double. Warning, this is a wall. Do not enter. All right, so line one. Line one. Okay, so where does that end? Okay, so Daryl walked under the wooden structure, oblivious to what its use was. He was thinking about Angela and her hurtful words. Okay, distracted. And last line. He fell to the ground and whispered her name before he died. (gasps) It's a love story. (laughs) Oh. Your first sentence. My first sentence. Um, The picture displayed here is a prime example of a failure of safety standards in the workplace. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, And the last sentence. This is clearly a disaster waiting to happen. (laughs) All right. So would you hit us with your first line? The road tilted upward as a bridge to nowhere. Inviting and scornful at the same time. Oh, I like that. All right. And your last line. I had, as they say, burned my bridges to get here. (laughs) (laughs) Susan Scarf Merrill, will you share with us your first line? Okay. You do not want to do this, I said. If you genuinely believe they were sent here to worship you, let's climb downstairs and talk to them. 
All right. Okay. And last line? The hell? He'd never broken his ankle, and I knew it. (laughs) (laughs) And what's in between is no better. (laughs) So what does it take to be a writer? Two years ago, I would have said a published book. But none of the answers we just heard, in fact, none of the answers from the entire season, have anything to do with getting published. Carl Safina said he doesn't worry much about labels. He's just himself. A writer needs a story to tell. So we end where we began. Star Wars, the rebirth. That's right, my Star Wars fan fiction. Writing might demand bravery and commitment, but who says we can't have a little fun along the way? Well, speaking of collaborative effort, I need your help with something. <laughs> so, Star um, Wars The Rebirth? <laughs> yes. So this is something that I wrote when we were in high school, actually. Okay. And um, contrary to what J.J. Abrams thinks he did, mm-hmm. um, I think that I wrote episode seven. I just never <laughs> made it. So um, because Oh, this... and the dot matrix printer. All right. So because <laughs> this season is about my quest to kind of get my writing out there. Yes. Um, I thought since I'm not getting myself published in the immediate future here, um, that maybe we could make a fun sort of movie trailer for ah. the novel that never was. So what I've been doing was. is I've been asking my guests if they'd be willing for me to cast them in my little film here. Mm-hmm. And then the, in the last episode, we're going to sort of edit these pieces together in some kind of little fun, ridiculous oh, trailer okay. for Star Wars Episode Seven: mm. Re-Birth. Okay. I don't know why the hyphen is there, but it's... It, it matters to it, you. It mattered at the time. You know, and that's funny, too, because in science, sometimes there are hyphens and sometimes they're not uh, in the same word. And it's, it's a matter of taste. That is great. <laughs> so are you game for this? I'll, uh, I'll give it my best effort. All right. Paul wasn't alone. Listener, Writers, Ice Cream presents our very first book trailer. From the fan fiction mind of a 16-year-old Howard Gunston in a galaxy far, far away. Princess Leia sat back in her chair frustrated. Her sources had informed her that there was a possibility that the Empire had returned. The continuation of the original trilogy, as if The Force Awakens hadn't already continued that original trilogy. R2, this is all your fault. Howard Gunston... And the guests of Writers Come Ice Cream present Star Wars Episode 7, The Reaper! Experience an adventure with sitting. Admiral Akbar sat in his building, staring out the window. He missed flying around. And more sitting! Princess Leia sat back in her chair, frustrated. Lots and lots of sitting! Admiral Akbar was seated in his command chair when he saw two guards walk in. Pages and pages of sitting! General Maydine sat in the commander chair of the Rebellion headquarters on Dentuin. The planet was Earth-like. Basically, it's just a lot of sitting! Han leaned back in his chair with his feet on the dashboard. He had his eyes shut and the cabin lights were dimmed. Starring the voice talents of the Calderon family as the droids! Susan Scarf Merrill as Han Solo. Now listen here, Your Highness. I don't need that kind of talk from you. This is my ship, and I'm not taking you anywhere. Robert Hallowell as Chewbacca. 
<laughs> Paul Lawrence says Princess Leia. Now, let's get going, Flyboy. Patty Blount as C3PO. Anyone who is familiar with the rules of chess can clearly see that my move does not violate any of the rules of chess. And furthermore... The Calderones as background extras. Carrie Horner as an Imperial officer. I am an Imperial officer. Matthew Siri as Admiral Akbar. This is Admiral Akbar. My entire staff is dead. In a matter of minutes, I will be joining them. The Empire is responsible for our deaths. As read by Lee Mandel. He couldn't recognize them, but soon lost interest in them as he started conversing with one of his aides. Star Wars Episode Seven: The Rehyphen Birth, a story best left buried in Howie's closet. Trust me. Listener, that's a wrap for our first season. New episodes will resume in 2018 after I've had a chance to practice what I've learned. A writer writes, and that seems as good a place to start as any. My eternal thanks to everyone who helped get this program underway, including my awesome guests, the Calderones, Carrie Horner, Matthew Seary, Robert Hallowell, Judy Mandel, Kathy Lynn Che, Lee Mandel, Patty Blount, Carl Safina, Paul Lawrence, Susan Scarf Merrill, our sponsor, WUSB, who gave us studio space to look legit, Kathy Russo for production advice, my mom, Dottie Gunston, Lynn Chin for that pitch-perfect trailer voice, and to our resident hero here at Writers, Ice Cream, Artie Gunston, who restored many a crashed file, hauled bags of sound gear, and literally made this podcast a reality. And of course, to you, listener, for sticking with us despite a pretty wacky production schedule. We might not have been a timely podcast, but I hope it was time well spent. Keep an eye out on our website, writersicecream.com, where you can connect with me on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, and where we'll be releasing bonus content. I'm Howard Gunston, and this has been Writers, Ice Cream. I've been casting each of my guests as a different character and asking them to read one or two lines of this uh, for what will become in the final episode. So I'm wondering, uh, Susan, if you would read two lines of Han Solo for me. Yeah. Excellent. Oh, my God. All right. So I'm going to come over to you here. That's a Han Solo line. (laughs) Oh, I love your spelling. So should I read it with the with the punctuation that you have, or should I read it? Should I? Should however I, you would like to go. Okay. Punctuation, however you want it. This is your moment. So because I this, could, you could this have, line could be now. Listen here, your yes, highness. Yes, or, exactly. Yes. Or it could be now. Listen that, here, your, I think that your could, highness. I think that could be great with the punctuation. Listen, Shirley got optioned. Right. So yes. there's nothing to say that people don't hear you on the podcast now and think, well, we actually need. <laughs> Yes. Susan to play Shirley Jackson. <laughs> so. Because she did so well as exactly. Han Solo. Exactly. Okay. Now listen here, Your Highness. I don't need that kind of talk from you. This is my ship, and I'm not taking you anywhere. All right. And the last line is, trust me. Just give me a trust me. Trust me. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent.